0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Getting Hammered. I'm your host, Mary Catherine Ham. I'm here with Vic Mattis of The Free Beacon and the podcast, The Sub Beacon, which you can find on Patreon and you should for the more PG13R-rated version of Vic. How are you doing, Vic?
1: I'm doing fine, Mary Catherine. I had a lovely dinner last night with our good friend Paul Crookston.
0: Oh, how nice.
1: I had dinner with him and his lovely girlfriend Lauren. And we ended up at the TNR Cafe. Now okay. I usually go to the TNA Cafe. That's a different place. <laughs> That's not the sub vegan. The TNR Cafe. I've always passed this on uh, on Clarendon Boulevard, and it, uh, it stands for tea. I think it stands for tea noodles and rice. Okay. But every time I drive by, I keep thinking it's TNR, like the New Republic. Yes. Like like, what are you getting in there? You know, you're getting the, Frank, the, the Franklin Four Fries the andrew sullivan sliders oh sorry a deep,
0: deep pulls there that's a deep pull
1: for anyone who can remember those those <laughs> names anyway so that 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 was my day and uh, you ham know
0: sandwich
1: th- there you go
0: <laughs>
1: the uh the the nice thing was you know i mean i had not met her before paul's girlfriend so i wasn't sure like you know like if you go to a chinese restaurant is it like family style or what and 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 do they mind because you know sometimes you might just order for yourself, but on most of these places, everybody's sharing. So happily, everybody shared everything. So that was really nice. Oh, And it was one happy family, which, by the way, is also one of my favorite items on a Chinese menu. So <laughs> that's it. Uh, Mary Catherine, how are you? Ed, where
0: are you? I'm okay. I'm, I'm, in a, I'm in a New York City hotel room. I'm doing some traveling. And, and as you know, I'm a planner, Vic. So, uh-huh. uh, well, so yeah, you, always- also,
1: you also look lovely.
0: Thank you. Well, not I thought you I, don't
1: always, but you I've look got lovely.
0: some I've got some real work to do today. Not that this is not, but on camera, so I got to put the makeup on. But um, so I'm 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 doing things in New York City. Um, I'm not I'm not the greatest planner. I, I have trouble knowing how many things I can fit into a a period of time. Right? Yeah. Uh, so when you have <laughs> a trademark. baby with you and you're traveling and you're trying to do a couple things, uh, this can become problematic. This is why I have my husband Steve who acts like, so executive function is those skills for organizing and prioritizing and understanding Mm -hmm. what time is. I don't have those. My husband has them in abundance, in abundance.
1: Yeah. Uh, So there's many skill sets.
0: Yeah. So I just got to, I got to clear stuff with him. So, but as you know, Vic, I am a fun and spontaneous person. And so that, that's your I, skill
1: set, by the way. That's
0: my skill set, which actually is just the executive function disorder talking about. Oh, okay, talent, sure. No, 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 no. Fun fine. and spontaneous. No. So I, I got a, a call or a text from Matt Welch at uh, the Fifth Column oh, podcast. Oh Yes. Who had seen on my Instagram that I was in New York City and said, Hey, do you want to come by and do the fifth column? So I got to have a nice night with. Mike Moynihan, oh yeah, and sure. Matt Welch over at the 5th Column, which is kind of like getting hammered, except with more tequila.
1: Oh, so they have it like on the, the, it's 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 happening. It's not just a show; it's really happening. It's really yes. happening. Oh wow, it's yeah. exciting. Yeah.
0: So that that was fun. That's coming out uh, sure. this week, and everybody can can check it out. Fun to see those. I haven't seen those guys since uh, pre-pandemic. So yeah, that's weird. That was a good time. I you know I, I so I fit in dinner. And that, and then we oh, got the baby and the, the husband's helping me with the baby. And we're, he's trying to keep me on schedule this morning. and We're, we're making it happen. We're making what,
1: it happen. What, what is New York like right now?
0: Well, I got to show my vax card to go into a bar last night. Ah. And that was a new thing yeah. to have, to have some pub food. You got to show the, you vax
1: show card. your vax card because then everybody's safe.
0: Yes. Well, I texted her, uh, my my friend, Carol Markowitz, who was oh from New York. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I was like, I got to, I got to do the thing here in New York city. And she said, welcome to the greatest city in the world.
1: <laughs> I am sure she does not miss it for one day.
0: I, I think there, I mean, I had, I won't speak for her. I'm sure there's parts of it she misses, but I do. I genuinely worry that a lot of these major cities are not going to come back for a long time time because it feels it feels very different and I know a lot of people we can get to this later in the show a lot of people in the discourse that we're having about masks and stuff want to convince themselves that everything is already back to normal. yeah
1: fine everything's great
0: but it it doesn't doesn't feel normal my baby didn't have to wear a mask though either on the Amtrak or here so that's good news
1: like by law or somebody nobody got on her case
0: (laughs) nobody got in her face yeah but I I think I actually think I am here in New York City on Freedom Day. The the, the indoor mask mandate has been lifted today.
1: Oh, today is the day. Does that, so does that apply to workers as well?
0: You know what? I don't know, but. Um...
1: <laughs> because, you know, if it's, oh, and if it's voluntary, because, you know, if it's voluntary, well, I'm sure it's, it'll be interesting yeah. to see places where people are going to be wearing masks regardless of the law for a very long time.
0: Yes. Yes. I did. I didn't, I didn't feel weird walking around without my mask today. I didn't, I didn't feel like I got a lot of, did you
1: see other New Yorkers on the street outside without masks?
0: Without? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then I saw many with as well. Ah. So here I am in the, in the newly freer city of New York and show showing my smile to everybody, but it's you know, friendly.
1: You're like when the, you're like when Pope John Paul II went to Poland to give hope. <laughs> To all those poor poles during Soviet domination and in the height of communism, and and you were that he was the turning point, really, when he yeah. went back to Poland and things began to change. That's like you in New York, really. No,
0: I didn't want to. I didn't want to say it, but I did think that. Yes. <laughs> anyway, here we are, and we're we're gonna we're gonna wing it a little bit today because yeah. when I'm on the road, mm-hmm. I'm committed to giving all the hammerheads not a perfect product. Maybe even not a not a fantastic product, but a product. And that's what we're gonna do today.
1: Vic. Brand. <laughs> a very ham product. But that's yeah, what that's so what we, they want.
0: We got some we got some uh uh Canadian news today from yes. the the land of the getting freer up north. We have West Elm Caleb, which I'm going to explain to you and we're gonna have a chat about <laughs> please, please um, do some more masking politics and boobs. boobs are going to be on the show today, Vic. It's uh come well, true.
1: okay. Well, I'll make sure to have my video. oh, oh I, that that joke doesn't really work. Okay, go ahead. Love go it. ahead. That's for the Patreon subscribers. That's right. That's uh, the subscribers. <laughs> keep your uh, never mind. Okay, go ahead. We should
0: ahead. put our podcast <laughs> on yeah, OnlyFans. Uh, That's for yeah. our podcast will live on OnlyFans. That's right. <laughs> um, I think they have a platform for that.
1: Uh <laughs> I didn't get much sleep I'm I, you're you're going to catch me a lot of hot mic moments here today. I love It's going to be a special episode.
0: All right, well let's let's start out in Canada. Uh, okay, good. Where the 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 protests are ongoing now, I the way that I've sort of tried to to discern what's going on is that I watch some of the CBC coverage, the Canadian mm-hmm. Broadcasting Company, and some of the aligned like Rebel News online sources, and I sort of sp- split the difference like sure these guys think they're evil these things these guys think they're unfailingly heroes so like like maybe somewhere in the middle here and it seems largely to be a lot of people blocking some streets singing standing around bonfires because it's very cold by the way uh it's like negative 25 in a lot of these places and uh certainly probably probably normal for them but (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I don't know how it's to for us. Certainly civil disobedience, but not a ton of really awful stuff. Occasional bad behavior. Yeah, fringe. But I know there's not a ton of bad behavior because I feel like I would hear only that and sort of get blanket coverage of that if they were finding enough of it. So here they are. And it turns out, I'm, I'm, so, I'm sure the provinces might not tell you that this is why, but four provinces in Canada have decided they're dropping restrictions yes. soonish. As this has been ongoing, and we're, don't you feel like this should be kind of a bigger story? By the way, speaking of, I mean this is like a pretty major thing.
1: It's a nothing to see here story.
0: Yeah, the, because the border crossings are yes. like just closed. That's right. To twenty five percent of trade that goes between Canada and America, one of the, the one between Detroit and Ontario, yes, just closed,
1: and nobody's really talking about it. Let me, let me tell you something. That is, this is a it is an international crisis when the ambassador bridge is closed because it de- connects, I think Detroit to Windsor basically. Right. And I just don't know what all the American guys are going to do if they can't get to the casinos and strip clubs in Windsor. <laughs> I mean, that, I mean, it's a shutdown. It's a bachelor party shutdown because oh they can't get, they got to get over to Windsor. This is, this is terrible. When exactly. is this going to, you know? So th- I, I feel like this is now critical mass. Now that they've, they've shut down them, you're going to see a lot more unhappy dudes. Yeah.
0: Well- <laughs> that's the next that's the yeah. next move so yeah so four four of them dropping mandates the federal mandates uh, Justin Trudeau prim, prime minister continues to say <laughs> this is this is my favorite orwellian take mm-hmm. the mandates have to exist so that we don't have more restrictions
1: you really need to think about that one i mean it was like like give yourself time listeners to let that one sink in <laughs> i was excited when you mentioned uh, that four provinces are deciding to you know do away with these mandates, which is very excited because I basically thought that there might be only four provinces in Canada. <laughs> you
0: know what? I'm not going to fact check you. the The answer is there are more than that. There are
1: more than there are more That's than that. My
0: very specific answer. I'm, I'm to that. waiting
1: for the Northwest Territories. They they need, they need to be free of the man. I don't know how many people live there. You know, a well, couple dozen. It's time uh, to take the mask. Although it's very cold, but take the mask uh, off.
0: Up in Canada, they do the old, they do, they do the, the British style as, you know, Oh, crown type people. Uh, they yes. do the British style the yell at each other in the parliament thing. Which I, I love f- it. Enjoy that very much. The opposition leader in Canada who is, you know, anti-mandate, her name is Candace Bergen. That's a real <laughs> thing.
1: Murphy Brown. Murphy <laughs> Brown, a, Brown
0: is And there. she's a real, she's a, she's a real pretty blonde professional lady uh, named Candace Bergen. And here she is talking to Justin Trudeau
2: and mandates, we're seeing things change very quickly, and rightly so. Dr. Tam has said that vaccine mandates should be re-evaluated, and today the Chair of the Quebec Liberal Caucus clearly and strongly stated it's time to end the divisiveness, and the politicization, and end the mandates. We Conservatives could not agree more. This cannot be a slow and dragged-out process simply because of the Prime Minister's ego, pride, or denial. Canadians are too tired. Canadians need hope. So will the prime minister follow the science, follow the evidence and the restrictions and the mandate?
1: Love it. Love it.
0: it. You can't drag it out, people. Uh-
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting them to be like, here, here, eh? Here, here, eh? Uh- <laughs> so
0: Trudeau didn't have that much of an answer for that in parliament. It's just like, look, we're all sticking together and doing things for the... For the for the greater good. Here is I wanna I wanna highlight Joel Lightbound, who is yes. a um, a liberal PM That's or, right excuse me, MP from from Quebec. And here he is saying, Yeah, maybe not let's not cast aspersions on everyone who wants to protest, huh?
1: When it comes to the broader demonstration demonstrations we've seen in Ottawa, in Quebec City and all across the country, I will abstain from the kind of generalizations that we've heard these last few days. I've seen on Radio Canada an interview with what seemed to be a very kind grandmother who demonstrated for her grandkids. She looked and sounded nothing like a white supremacist. Nor did the Black, Sikh, and Indigenous Canadians I saw demonstrating on my way to Parliament these last two weeks or in Quebec City this last Saturday. I have enough respect for my fellow Canadians not to engage in these easy and absurd labels.
0: Get it. Get it. Joel Lightbound, which is a great name as well. Lightbound.
1: I, I would I would say if when when you've lost the Quebecers, you've lost Canada. No, I, I enjoy, by the way, with the French accent, it gives him an extra, extra level of authority to make this, you know, to make it matter. But no, I it's really interesting. First of all, I I agree with you. I love this British legacy of I guess they call it question period yes. for the prime minister exactly. in the House of Commons. And the, and the setup, it, it looks quite similar to Parliament. Uh, so that was great to listen to and to watch. And and the other thing, of course, is uh, in um, the Quebecers statement, he is representing. I mean, he knows that, you know, there are a lot of working class people yeah. who feel this way and that they're losing. I mean, uh, the left is, as you know, has been losing the working class, both in this country and and in Canada, so I mean, he he's trying to recognize that. Otherwise, he comes off as completely elitist. As Justin Trudeau comes off completely elitist. I I zoomed actually yesterday with a Canadian in Toronto yesterday, and I was asking him uh, about the situation there. It turns out Toronto not close to Ottawa. Yeah. I, I said, well, I just walked, you just drive down, right? It's like 30 Look, minutes away. The
0: geography <laughs> Canada is an impenetrable mystery. Yeah. We're not if, gonna solve it. Today. If we have
1: any uh, Canadian listeners like Ian Brody, my apologies. I know it's like it's like a it's like a knife to his eye. So uh, uh, no, but he said that you know, contrary to what you were seeing in you know the media coverage in the mainstream, as you were just mentioning earlier, Mary Catherine, there are a lot of Canadians who share the sentiment of the truckers. It's not just fringe elements. And clearly when you have, for example, the uh, woman, the, 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 the opposition parliament, uh, member of parliament uh, speaking out and speaking so well and, and being very, very reasonable about pointing out these inconsistencies, and then Mr. Uh, Lightbound as well, it's clearly more than just a handful of people who feel this way.
0: And, and a majority in re- very recent polls, and it, I think that was just one poll number I saw, so I don't want to overgeneralize, but sure. certainly the numbers are shifting against restrictions. And it's sort of like you got, you got to like engage with this a little bit, which Trudeau has yeah. not. And Canadians are saying, look, it doesn't matter like how good looking you are and how great your hair is. You can't just treat me like crap. Speaking of guys <laughs> who are good looking with great hair treating you like ooh. crap.
1: ooh. transition
0: elm caleb have you heard of west elm caleb
1: not until you sent me the link okay and i I, I said what's going on with this west elm isn't that a catalog number one Mm -hmm. and then number two i started reading the story in the new york times and i was lost by paragraph three
0: okay Okay. let's let's briefly describe it first yeah and
1: alex can help us out too
0: first of all because we're old's we don't move at the speed of TikTok, so this is an old-ish story in oh. TikTok terms because it was oh. like last week. But but we're building on it. We're building on it, and we're gonna we're gonna discuss the the cultural uh, implications here yes. of, of West Elm, Caleb. Okay, so this is a Rolling Stone report on it. According to trending clips on on TikTok, Caleb Caleb is a 25-year-old furniture designer for West Elm. The white, conventionally attractive, 6 designer seemed to be seemed to do pretty well on dating apps, where he'd met meet women. In these TikTok videos, the women who say they have dated Caleb describe how those relationships generally included romantic dates, active texting, and Spotify playlists. Many creators have used the phrase "love bombing" in their description of Caleb's dating style. Uh, these stories also end in the same way: Caleb becomes distant, eventually ghosts, like a mirage in the New York dating desert. So these the women who had dated West Elm Caleb, found each other on TikTok and started sharing intel and found out that the Spotify playlists were the same. They were not tailored to each of these women. The dates were the same. The texting style was the same. And uh, these women felt disrespected. I would say some of them felt even uh, like misused slash abused. It got pretty, it got pretty heated. uh, Yeah. West Elm Caleb started trending and became now like an international and nationally known meme. Because to me, what this amounts to, he's like kind of a douchey dater.
1: Yeah, right? which has always existed in history, yeah. right? Men, men have always can always be jerks that's uh, with or without a social platform but i guess the difference is it's connecting these people because of because of apps and whatnot i do have a question about this and and because i did not delve deeper into this uh story do the dates end abruptly after say a one-night stand is that what's happening here is he that kind of a guy or is it just going out to dinner and then he's gone
0: so he's yeah so he's no he's ghosting after the deed sometimes and one of the complaints was that two of these women found out that he had been with both of them like woken up at one girl's house and then gone out with another girl that oh my gosh which look caddish like I'm not I'm not supporting this behavior but also that none of these people had any understanding that they were exclusive this was like these were not relationships this was a this just doing his thing Getting to know each other so anyway I Look, I don't envy any of you who have to date in this environment. I have never online dated, thank goodness. But I think I think we might be overreacting here a bit to Caleb. And that's the New York Times. There's a great New York Times piece, and I don't say that that often, called If Everything is Trauma is Anything. Oh, right. And it talks about the Weston Caleb phenomenon and how everyone's using these, uh, these therapy terms and and terms about abusive relationships mm-hmm. to explain what's happening here, and it's like, yes. okay, but is that right? Is he actually an abusive partner. This is or is it I just know, a lousy date? Right. If he's giving you the Spotify list that he gave some other girl, or by the way, dates are allowed to be the same. They don't have to be tailored for every person because people have reliable right. places they go for That's dates, right. especially in a dang pandemic. Where you, oh, you're gonna come up with a bunch of different dates in a pandemic?
1: You know, uh, it's it, I'm, I'm
0: defending Joe Rogan and West I know this week. Come you're, at me.
1: You're 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 really taking it to the next level. But, you know, it's like that. Well, I hate to go back. This is a, the, the first thing I was going to say is uh, I am reminded of, you know, a line from one of my favorite movies of all time, When Harry Met Sally. Be- and, and it's when uh, Carrie Fisher, after they find out that Harry and Sally had hooked up and they're both telling Bruno Kirby and Carrie Fisher, that had happened. And after they put the phones down and it's so, you know, of course now things are extremely complicated after they did the deed and Carrie Fisher says, you know, something to the effect of promise me again, I'll never have to go out there, you know? And, and that's, I say that to Kate all the time.
0: It's like burn the hand, Kate, burn the hand.
1: (laughs) So yeah, it is interesting. I, I, I also have another question because I'm old, which is, I still don't know the difference between gaslighting and trolling, I feel like it's the same thing. People get upset and you're saying something that you know is not really it. You're just trying to get one's goat. Isn't there that the is, same thing?
0: Yeah, there is a difference and this is oh. this is one of the things I, I I disagree with in the um in the New York Times piece. I think gaslighting as a term should be popularized and should be used often because it's often used upon us, particularly by news organizations and politicians, yeah. which is you tell someone the opposite of what is happening. And then accuse them of being crazy because they're seeing it differently than you.
1: Which is kind of like in a way trolling as well, because yeah, you're trying but to get the them
0: whole upset, the whole obviously. pandemic is just a giant project in gaslighting. Uh Trump has a tendency to do the do the gaslighting as well. Like this is so I, I actually like that term becoming uh more more popular because I think it's <laughs> something that the, the media and, and others do often. Yeah. Um, however, I, I'm with I'm with this article in that there's a great quote at the end says it's hard to talk about this without sounding like you're policing the language. But when we start to talk about ordinary adversities as traumas, there is a risk that we'll see them as harder to overcome and see ourselves as more damaged by them. Amen. Amen. Look, there's been a lot of hardship during the last two years. We need to make them up and add them. But the point of this article is there's social capital in doing so. And that's not... It's not great. It's not great, guys.
1: No. Uh, by the way, that's a perfect name for a kind of a douchey guy, is Caleb. By the way, it's, so no offense to <laughs> anyone, is there, it Caleb? It's just, it's just this name that's like, oh, okay. But I think
0: that's part, and the West Elm thing, it adds. to West it.
1: Elm is perfect. Now, but, has he has he actually been outed? Have people like doxed him?
0: To some degree, oh. I, I'm mm-hmm. not interested enough to figure out how much. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. yes.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, how many West Elms are there in New York? Yeah. And then find somebody who's six four
0: also also and i would like y'all's takes on this don't uh, look whatever now i'm now i'm judgy don't tweet about your dating life mm-hmm. because or or share i i, I just think yes. like as you're as you're out business, there it's all out there and also it signals to people that they will be tweeted or tick-tocked about if they go out with you
1: yeah and it either goes really well but in all likelihood only when something goes really bad
0: yeah like Rydman.
1: and you'll be made to look bad you know so I, I agree plus it also exposes to the entire world your emotional state
2: yes but, but i guess that's, that's, that's
1: twitter state. in general
2: oh but
0: that's <laughs> what that's what gentsy is all about isn't that right alex
2: yeah honestly this is this is the exact reason why i hate being Technically, Gen Z is because of this. It's because people need to get a grip. Have these women watched sex in the city? Do they know Mr. Big? Like, if you're looking for a gentleman on Tinder, that is like looking for a Michelin star meal at a McDonald's. Yeah. Okay. Like, you're not, you're in the the wrong place. You're in the wrong place. So, and I also just think women like my age tend to be very passive aggressive and think that men should just know exactly what we want. Like, Oh, I told you, I wanted a one night stand, but really I want to marry you. Like, no, yeah,
0: you have to communicate. Yeah. You oh, have, and yes. stop listening to Taylor Swift. That's Clear.
1: right. That reminds me, Alex, you need to talk to my wife. Okay. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm this
1: kidding. Is, I'm kidding on you.
0: This is a relationship thing that is helpful yeah. uh, is is at some point, not, not that I've got it perfect, uh, but I did figure out, oh, just, just tell him the thing, just tell him the thing
1: again, Uh, again, like, let me
0: set up this conversation. This is the type of conversation we're having. This is what I want to achieve with it. Are Mm -hmm. we on the same page?
1: (laughs) And, and, and once again, guys being total cads like this is, is nothing new. And if you've never seen the 1950s, Movie Pillow Talk with Rock Hudson and oh, Doris Day. He Rock Hudson. Well, it, on many this is this, it's complicated on many levels because it's mm-hmm. Rock Hudson. But the fact is, his character, of course, plays a guy who's just trying to get it on with Doris Day, and he, he obviously he disguises. He literally he just you know he pretends to be somebody else. You yeah. know the Southern Draw, the whole thing, and then she figures it out later on. But it's you know it's age old. Movie. It's 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 a great movie.
0: Well, and the thing is too. Again, I know. Joe Rogan West Elm Caleb like all all the <laughs> I'll defend all of them. He might not even be the worst dude. Like in a couple of years he'll probably grow out of this and do something different. Like it it just yeah. you're supposed to do dumb things
1: in the and- yeah, in, in the movie life. of in the movie of West Elm Caleb there's some woman that's able to change his mind <laughs> and change his ways, right? It's like hitched. No, 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 I'm just kidding. I've I <laughs> never watched that movie, I swear.
0: Okay. Go anyway, ahead. <laughs> I I do think With you, Alex. Alex is going to lead her generation to chill out. To chill out, y'all. Oh my goodness! You know who's chilling out?
1: I was going to say, you know who needs to chill out? Let's hear it. All the
0: all the mask adherents are chilling out this week. All of a sudden! All of a sudden!
1: No one cared who I was till I put on the mask. Our health experts.
0: Yeah, we've been talking about this. The, the 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 northern states have fallen, Vic. New yes, York, they have. New Jersey, New Hampshire. Gosh, there's a lot of news up here. Um, <laughs> all the news. Their 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 mask mandates are falling, and uh, and Jen Psaki is is asked about this mm. at the at the press briefing because you know it seems like you guys were pretty mad when Florida did this, yeah, and then you were pretty mad when Glenn Youngkin did it in Virginia two weeks ago. <laughs> And now we're just dropping mask mandates everywhere. Here's what she has to say.
2: Another state today uh, dropping the indoor mask mandate as the CDC is confirming that their guidance is not changing. Um, But these decisions that are being made at the local level, like you guys always talk about, are out of step with the science that is at the forefront of the CDC, of this White House. So why are we not hearing the same messaging Criticizing states that are, you know, making these moves, like we heard previously, um, with, for instance, Ron DeSantis. Well, I would say there is a distinct difference between standing in the
0: way, uh, which Ron DeSantis did, or Governor DeSantis, I'll, I'll give him his full title, um, of teachers, uh, school administrators, and others taking steps to protect the students in their school communities. There's a difference between standing in the way of it, threatening to pull back funding. And allowing for local school districts to make choices, which is what a number of these states are doing. Standing in the way, standing in the way. I'm so glad. I'm
1: so glad that she gave him his full title. Thank you so much.
0: Generous. No one in any of the states has been kept from masking.
1: I believe, I believe that
0: to mask.
1: Yes. I, I believe that, in fact, in Florida, if you had a mask on, you were thrown in jail.
0: Is oh, is that how it works? That's
1: that's why he's called Governor Death Santis. By
0: the way, the requirement yeah. in Florida and in Tennessee, which were early on this, was that there had to be a parent opt out. So the default in your district mm-hmm. could be masking. Sure, People had your sure. parents an option. That's all it was. Yeah, that's all it was. Make PPE personal again. <laughs> it's all it was. Uh, but I know that we're having a lot of curriculum fights about CRT and stuff, but. I don't want to crowd our plates here, but <laughs> if do we need a class in high school or middle school, preferably before that, about the definitions of banned, optional, and mandated? Yes. Yeah.
1: Because
0: people do not seem to understand
1: them. No, no, people have really got it in their minds. And they, and, you know, the other side has really spun it well where they think that, oh, you know, they were preventing people from you know wearing masks, you know, and And their argument is, well, I mean, if you didn't, you'd be bullied into it, you know, bullied into taking it off. You know, maybe that's what they're thinking about. But the fact is there was never in, in, you know, now even under the executive order of Yunkin and of course in Florida with the Santas, it was never sort of, there was never insistence. You must take the mask off now and not put it on again. As you're mentioning, this was supposed to be the option. You have the option. And the other difference is it's not enough to say uh, that. As a parent, you can opt to have your child with a mask or without a mask. No, for them, it's the, I want the option to have my kid's mask and yours. Right. That's, That's the difference. Uh,
0: um, how, how do you feel about this broader conversation where a bunch of people, for instance, Dr. Leanna Wynn, uh, yeah. who've been very, very aggressive about no one being allowed to make mm-hmm. their own risk analysis, right. now saying, now is the time for nuance now is are you here's here's my I i'm torn i'm honestly torn between i know
1: you've spoken you've spoken of her well-ish on occasion
0: well she well yeah. she's probably good much she's a cnn commentator that's right i disagree with her deeply i have fought with her on twitter mm-hmm. before as late as as recently as i think the end of december when yeah. she told me that there's plenty of k 95s and N 95s that'll and surgical masks that'll work mm-hmm. for kids and we should put them in them and i'm like what she's now singing a totally different tune And I'm torn with many of these things and many of these people. I'm mad at the way you treated people for two years. And also, I'm glad that you're talking this way now. And I don't know where to land on how I'm going to treat this.
1: Well, I think she needs to be called out because this is, you know, again, it's there's what she's doing when she says that, you know, the science, it's science changes, the science changes. Well, yes and no. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a question of the timing. And of course there's a political calculus. That's the only thing that's changed is the political calculus and that, you know, uh, they clearly know that this thing is not going over well. So they need to find the exit ramp now. Otherwise everybody's going to go up in arms and, and, and just, and, and that's it, they're going to be out of power. And, that that for me is is the biggest problem. I mean, she is. I mean, it's interesting that people had turned to her in the in the first place as a sort of authority. I mean, she was the the former head of Planned Parenthood, although Planned Parenthood kicked her out, my understanding, because she wasn't pro abortion enough.
0: Yes, that was think the, about that the issue.
1: Yes, but uh, again, her decision to say, "Oh, something is," it's it's the timing of that because nothing has really changed. A lot of people have known. Uh, of the inefficacy of cloth masks, for example, and things of that nature and things are coming to light now. So now they're able to say, and then uh, again, as you point out, uh, the reaction from the press is different uh, in, in the blue okay. states versus the the red states. Our own uh, Thalia said here at the Free Beacon, she had put together a great video contrasting these reactions in the press because, you know, Phil Murphy does it. It's okay. When, when Youngkin does it, it's, it's, tyrannical all vaccinated Americans should wear masks
2: wear a mask
0: wear a mask wear a mask wear a mask wear a mask wear a
2: mask wear a mask wear a mask I was feeling the spirit
1: I hold my breath and I put it here and people could see that
0: about politics. And here, here's Leanna Wynn on, on CNN. Yeah, it's an important question, John. I'm glad you asked it this way, because it's definitely the former. As in, I don't want anyone listening to to think that, oh, well, now that things are changing, it means that we never should have had mask policies in the first place. Actually, at the beginning of the pandemic, masking was one of the few things that we had. We didn't have vaccines. We didn't have testing. We didn't have other treatments. We had masking. And so masking was really necessary at that time. Even last month, masking was necessary because we were seeing Omicron overwhelm our hospitals, hospitals were at the brink of collapse we needed it but just as there was a need then things have changed and we have to have an honest nuanced conversation that's based in science but that's also thoughtful i think the two sides if you will have both become more extreme more polarized and the nuanced conversation based on thoughtful positions that's what we have to have at this time oh i would have really loved some nuance in 2020
1: Though, yeah i but- t- the, the pr- yeah, go ahead.
0: Thing about the thing about these these camps that we're dividing into, where, Wynn wrote a uh, Washington Post piece about. There's these three camps: mm. ex, ex, extreme with the masking and the mitigation, downplaying the virus, and then a third way. Girl, I've been third way since way back in 2020. Okay, there was a place for the. She's right. There's a place for the masking in March 2020 and and into the summer when we didn't have any other tools. Right. Yeah but then we had more data and we had more tools and the people who claim that like the third way just was birthed this week. No, uh, they just right. skip a whole year. They just yeah. skip a whole year in there. Yeah.
1: That's right. It's, it's, it's really infuriating. That's
0: all. It, is.
1: <laughs> it just, it, it just is. Uh, and, and, and I just think you can't have it both ways. Read Charlie cook uh, in national review. Uh, he gets into the whole uh, Lee and Owen discussion, and about the timing of her you know why the change of heart now is it really because suddenly the science has changed or is there more to
0: it well and she also is um up about the fact that one of the reasons she doesn't she wants to pull back on restrictions now is so yeah. that we can impose them again in the future yeah. because she thinks that if 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 they show this flexibility now that people will trust them in the future i'm like whoa no that ship sailed that's yeah. ship- sailed so long ago
1: yeah uh, good luck convincing people that the next variant we have to shut down and you can't go in anywhere without a mask etc because uh a lot of people feel like they've just been burned so they're that that ship
0: has sailed
1: but it is interesting more times
0: than a carnival cruise so many times
1: (laughs) (laughs) but it is interesting uh when you see this turn though because you know for the longest time the 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 staunchly pro-mask crowd you know they could always rely on the left to have their back and now that some of them are are beginning to change in, in some of these blue states as we mentioned in in uh, this episode in the last episode they're upset and they're looking where you know where you know who do they turn to who has their back and i i mean i like i look at these comments all the time because i'm a glutton for punishment but you know they're just like i can't you know these people like yeah. phil murphy are just folding you know like the, the, the,
0: the replies on the replies on the yeah. twitter are, are yeah and yeah here, and this is the thing too is i I want to be not super vindictive even though I'm infuriated because I want people to live their lives. Right. Mm -hmm. But like, we didn't get grace back in 2020. Right. No, no. (laughs) So it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Um, It's hard to do that.
1: People were merciless. If you wanted, if you had a different opinion at that time uh, you were given no quarter and now people are coming around and they like to act like it's, you know, they're the ones who are the enlightened ones because they've just come up with this now. When in fact, uh, people like you and I me, mean, we've been saying this for quite yeah. some time, talking about things like recovery rates uh, and whatnot and, 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 and transmissibility. And I i do think there there's a large chunk of Americans who will feel like um, vindicated as well as we're not going to forget this.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I think you, especially with school boards, yeah. We can't forget it because it will happen again, and they yeah. will continue to uh, cause a lot, a lot, a lot of damage to children.
1: It's, uh, yes, we're
0: already in a really bad place. I was reading uh, Education Week, which is uh, certainly more pro pro teacher and pro school mm-hmm. than I am. Sure. So they were they framed the story about learning loss as a as a teacher burnout story. But just looking at the data about what kids have lost and how how hard I mean, and there are so many good teachers who are, who have been working sure. the entire time to get them back up to speed, yeah. um, and who wanted to be in the classroom, getting them back up to speed is so so hard. I mm-hmm. mean, it's like a decade process. We are starting now, and and it will get they will tr- they will actively make it worse if we don't punish them for having done this the first time.
1: I was talking to a teacher yesterday who was expressing his frustration, in fact, about the damage. He says it's being that, are, that that's being done to kids who have to wear masks in the classroom. He says it's two years lost and you'll always be two years behind in a lot of these cases. And how do you teach? You know, you're trying to teach foreign language classes and things that you kids can't. Have
0: already had trouble staying on. Yeah. Grade level.
1: it's no the idea that, oh, they'll be fine. I mean, they're just, you know, it's head in the sand. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous.
0: You know, what wasn't frustrating yesterday. What? The Adidas Twitter account.
1: Oh, yeah. OK, well. To explain that one, Mary Catherine, <laughs> this is why people have people have tuned in just to get to this part. By the way, they're waiting. This is With, we've the, made this is kind of just, Yeah.
0: Oh, you know what? As I said, Vic in his show notes always has let's talk about boobs, but there's never a new <laughs> one. There's never a news hook.
1: I didn't know uh, you noticed my glanced over at my notes. I always have a thing at the bottom. Can we talk remember, about boobs this episode? Yeah. You
0: remember a while, years ago now, but Clay Travis was once on yeah. CNN and said that his favorite things were the First Amendment and boobs. Okay.
1: Well, there you go. It's <laughs> happening. I believe,
0: I believe he got uh, banned from CNN for that. But today we're talking about both the First Amendment and yes. boobs. It's two of my favorite Very things. Very exciting. All right. So uh, Adidas tweets yesterday here's the text although the text is not the important part we believe women's breasts in all shapes and sizes deserve support and comfort which is why our new sports bra range contains 43 styles so everyone can find the right fit for them explore the new adidas sports bra collection at this length hashtag support is everything however under this uh text is a is just a just a checkerboard of boobies um
1: (laughs) Which I guess you can do and not get banned on Twitter. Is that, is that how this works? I actually,
0: I actually was mildly confused by this. I feel like if, if I did that, they'd be like, take it to your OnlyFans, which exists. At, I'm just kidding. It doesn't exist. It's
1: a great uh, podcast, that one, by the way. It's a great podcast.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just bare boobs of all, of all shapes and sizes mm-hmm. uh, here in the tweet. And they don't have sports bras on them. Now, obvi- okay, what do, you, what do you think this is, Vic?
1: Well, is it, I'm wondering if, you know, this is aimed towards women, uh, or at least, you know, bi- biologically, biological women.
0: <laughs> uh, yes,
1: I have to say, you know, I have, I, I have to be specific here. And, and is the aim to be, oh find your boob in the in find your boobs in this ad is that oh that's mine now, lower left third from the right you know right, whatever, right. whatever whatever oh that's definitely the is
0: mine yeah
1: oh, would you I oh that that's mine and the other thing is it had the feel it had the feel of a JAMA you know issue a journal of American medicine it's very mm-hmm. clinical like you know used I, my dad was a doctor so we had all these you know you know, medical magazines, you know, everywhere. And you look at them, these poor, these poor souls, you know, they always have like parts of their body and then they would black out their eyes. Like you can't see the, you can see the rest of their face, but the eyes are blacked. (laughs) But I always had the feeling looking at, look at this Adidas ad and I can't, are they, do you think they're smiling when the picture was taken of their boobs? What do you think?
0: I think probably so. You
1: yeah. think they were smiling, even though they're okay. We're not. We we're just taking a picture, okay? Do you think they're like? Because I,
0: I, like if I ever get a mugshot, I'm gonna mm-hmm. smile in that sucker.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, but but your but your face is on there. So this yeah. one, I don't know. This is what I feel I feel I feel like it's like you know it, I feel like it's rather sad. Like oh, no, it's, you know, it's
2: definitely it's not sexy.
1: Alex is nodding. He's cheese. Yeah. I don't think they're smiling.
2: I don't think they're smiling and the consensus from the male dominated office that I work in was like, yeah, not, not loving it.
0: (laughs) There you go. The presentation is not sexy for sure. No,
1: no, it's it's clinical.
0: But it did cause um, a lot of, there was a lot of attention, which I think Mm -hmm. that's That's the whole point. Yeah. but then they do this thing that I just like, just own up to what you're doing. Don't tell me, don't put social justice on this where they were like, we want to end the boob stigma. Like, I ah, know you don't. No, you don't. You just wanted to put boobs on your Twitter feed.
1: Yeah. The boob stigma. What's the boob stigma?
0: Well, just like there, there is a, um, there's some sort of movement free the nipple. Is that what it is? It says oh. that we should be able to go around topless just as men do. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure you would agree with that, Vic.
1: I think, well, it really depends. There are me- well, I'm, but I'll be, but I'll be, I'll be, I'll, I'll be equal about this, right? I, I I think that there are women and men who should not go topless, because I'm just going to say you can't unsee that. Uh, many years ago, I went to, uh, I was down in Saint Martin's, you know, in the Caribbean with a bunch of my buddies, and said, "Well, let's go to Orient Beach and check that out." You know, the French, uh, the French beach because right, right. it's all not topless; it's all nude. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something: nine out of ten times. The people who choose to go nude are people you do not want to see. There are also people who yeah. just don't care about who's yeah. looking at the body. And I, sort of, and I, I still, I, that, the images are still I, in my mind. What?
0: I sort of admire that. Freedom? Body, but I, I don't have it. I don't have it. And
1: there are certain angles. It's just like, wow.
0: Also, you like, know? I'm very pale. I can't be going out to a beach. No, I mean, that's
1: where they're getting sun that way. They're getting sun that way. So, <laughs> so no. Uh,
0: yeah. But Look, did I, did I click on the sports bras? I did. So, you know, I guess mission accomplished.
1: Don't forget everyone. uh, As I learned in sixth grade, Adidas stands for all day. I dream about
0: sports. Mm. That is, that is what we were told. That was the rumor. That was the rumor. Oh, you know what? I think that's all I got today.
1: Oh, okay. Well, you got a big day in the big apple. (laughs) Go get them. Go get them, girl.
0: You know, we made, we made it work. No, we we sure did. I have a nice hotel room. My husband's keeping me on the clock. He's got he's got the he's got the baby under control. We're going to we're we're making it happen, people. I I yeah. think it's more than
1: co- I think it's more than coincidence that you are in New York City as the mask ban has come to an end.
0: Here here we are, folks. I'm going to I'm going to take my my face out in the city today. Here I go.
1: And that <laughs> wraps up another edition getting hammered. Remember you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play and Stitcher. Please tell your friends. Leave a review. You can follow me on Twitter at Victorina Mattis.
0: I am at MK Hammer on Twitter at MK Hammer Time on Instagram and Substack. And you can hear me on the fifth column podcast uh, this week, you know, having a little too much tequila and talking some junk. So uh enjoy that literal getting hammered episode right after this one. Uh thanks for being with us. This is the Nebulous Media Podcast. <laughs>